everybody. This is episode 45 five of the Group Chat Golf Podcast. 45. Uh, the Big Four Five. I, second time, third time we've done it together maybe here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, new setting too. New setting uh, at one of the boys' house, one of, the, one of our own con, um, out doing a little content round yesterday. So we're chilling here. We don't have Daniel yet. Um, will we get him? We don't know. We'll wait, we'll wait and see. Right. So, right um for now uh this is what we got i guess i should open up the uh the twitch too the twitch open you know probably a good thing to do yep so, you always join us live sunday nights on twitch if you only listen to the podcast come join in uh twitch.tv backslash group check off is that a backslash can, i don't know if it is a backslash or a forward slash some kind of slash It'll be the one that you'll know which one, what kind of slash it is when you get there. But yeah, twitch.tv group chat golf. Uh, come check out the show live Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. We typically go to nine on content weekends. We tend to keep it to the hour because we have so much other content work to do. So, you know, we, we, we maybe lose the bonus hour there, but we make up for it in on course video content. Yes, we do. And we'll have plenty of that coming to you guys um, very soon. Mm -hmm. uh, very excited about that. Played a really tough course yesterday. We'll get to that later. But um, I guess first and foremost today, let's let's talk about uh, there was a PGA Tour event. And all I know is that it was the Valspar and Sam Burns. Yeah, uh, young guy. Home. Young, young guy, Sam Burns. I think we've talked <clears throat> about him before. Um, but he, he took it home and, uh, Pine Valley allowing women to be members for the first time in a hundred and something years. Yeah. That's a big uh, you one. think it was, you think it was about time for that or. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's, that's probably tough. And you know, the, argue, the argument that, uh, everyone makes is that it's, uh, you know, it should be allowed, um, simply because, you know, that's how it started. Um, or that a new club that is men only, you know, can, can be allowed in there. I, you know, I can certainly see if it's, you know, if, the, if there is something that's gender specific that, you know, you don't really, you don't really cross paths on, I can see that making sense, but I think golf is a game for everyone. So yeah. I think it is time in golf to knock down the doors, so to speak. Yeah. I, I saw somebody online related to uh, curves, curves, the gym for women. Mm. And um, I, mm. I, 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 that's a, I don't know. It's that's kind of a stretch for me. I, I think, uh, but at the same time, like I could see where that person's coming from. I'm not. Right. I'm not saying like that women shouldn't be allowed to play Pine Valley. I think everybody should be allowed to play every golf course. But maybe I just think guys should be able to, allowed to go to curves too. Right. Right. You know? Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah. I think you're right. We definitely can't have it both ways. Yeah. You know, if we're going to have. Uh, if it's a no-go on gender exclusive clubs, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be the case across the board. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just going to say something too about that, but I totally forgot. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. The golf course I used to work at actually the first year I worked there uh, was the first year they started letting women in the restaurant area. Hmm. And I thought that was the craziest thing. It was, yeah. but it was so like, they were so accustomed to it. They were pissed off that the ladies were allowed in the bar area now. I was like, right. Right. Outrageous. Well, and I think another thing, too, is like, you know, what argument can you really make? Like, if you're going to say, like, look, it's not sexist, it's just like a men's club. You know, what argument can you really make that you're not going to kind of sound foolish when you say out loud as to why they can't play golf, the same golf course yeah. as you? You know, so it's 
that's going to be tough if you have to, if you're trying to die on the hill that like, no, these clubs can stay gender exclusive. It's hard to kind of say out loud why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, I was surprised to even hear that that was still a thing. Yeah. I, I honestly had no idea that that was, that there was a golf course like that out there. And for it to be Pine Valley, I had no idea. I mean, that's a big name golf, one of the best in the country. Yeah. So you, you could make the argument one of the most exclusive courses uh, in the world. Yeah. If yep. not the most. So, yeah, big step for them. Big step for the game of golf. How many courses out there do you think still have that rule? That's a good question. I did see another comment about a women's only golf club in Canada. So mm. that is something that exists also. How many men's only clubs out there? I have no idea. Uh, it, you would think that Augusta National would be one of them. Are they? No, they, they, they were for a while, but yeah. they, I think they made that change. Uh, There's little pressure with the uh, cable distribution rights for the Masters, I think, uh, okay. to go. Condoleezza Rice is a member there. That's right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's green jacket wear, Condoleezza. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, Condi. But, yeah, that'll, uh, you know, it, it would, like, I, I guess it, I could, I don't have a problem with it, like necessarily fundamentally. Again, it's just whether if the, if a woman wanted to play at a place or any type of, you know, if you're being exclusionary, like if they have their club and they're happy with that and the, and the dudes have their club and they're happy with that, I don't have any issues there, Mm -hmm. but if people do, you know, if, if somebody does want to play there cause it's a nice course, like, I think they should be, you know, should be considered regardless of gender or anything like yeah. that. But again, if, if it were the other way around and everyone on with their gender exclusive clubs were happy with it, I wouldn't be the one with the issue with yeah. it. Maybe. Yeah. Me either. I'm not, I'm not dying on either side of that personally. Right. Um, but yeah, I think everybody should just get to play everywhere, but I'll never mm-hmm. play. I'll never get to play Pine Valley anyway. True. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, boy or girl, it doesn't matter for me if you're, you know, one of the plebs, you're probably not going to get out there. So, um, so yeah, we had to touch on that because that's pretty big news. People yeah. are pretty fired up about that uh, in the comment sections, which people get like to get fired up there anyway. So it doesn't really matter what the meme's about. Right. Um, <laughs> you'll find them in there. Yeah. Uh, what else did we have? Because now that I don't have the sheet open in front of me. Well, in the, uh, I mean, we could, should we get right into my club debacle? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> let's do that. Yeah, this is good. So, I mean, should we should we tell the story in the context of the whole round recap, or should I just should we just talk about the club thing first? I think let's. Uh, oh, that's tough now. Because you you kind of have to preface, I or I guess you don't. I mean, yeah, we can probably touch on the club thing and then. Okay, yeah. so I'm I, like early on in my golf career, you know, I would be constantly be losing clubs, constantly be losing them, um, and then I got pretty good about it. You know, I got like, I invested in a a set of irons and wedges and like upgraded all my clubs. And when I did that, I started taking bag org very seriously. And I'm kind of a stickler about bag org. I like everything to be exactly where it's supposed to be. Helps me keep track. Uh, I can just easily identify if a club's missing rather than if it's just you're tossing everything all loosey goosey, then you don't really know, you know, where everything is or what's Mm -hmm. what. So, I, I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn here, Sonny, but 
but I had probably a streak of two, two and a half years without losing a club wow. or, 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 or anything like forgetting things on another hole, mm-hmm. you know, just, I'd gotten pretty good about it yesterday. We're on what hole 13 or something. And I look in, in my bag and goddamn my seven irons gone seven iron and, and a club head cover that had, this was the second time I lost it that day yeah with the seven iron was it were those on the same hole see i don't know yeah i don't know interesting yeah i know well it was very windy and i know the first time the club head cover was lost i think i just like when i put it back in the bag i think it kind of pushed up a little bit on the other ones and then the wind took it off Mm -hmm. so i'm i would assume that's what happened Mm -hmm. the second time how i lost the seven iron i have no idea yeah i totally it's usually a wedge or something around the green where you bring two clubs out in your putter and then you get a little happier, distracted and you leave one of them out there. But a seven iron, that's a club that you're hitting. Like, I mean, maybe off of a par three tee box, but we didn't play any par three tee boxes that you had to bring multiple clubs to. Mm-hmm. They were all right by the, the cart path and, or it's the middle of the fairway club. So you have the cart right there. You're not, you're not, you're not wandering around with a seven iron. I, yeah. I'll, I'll never know how I lost this. Yeah, that club. was interesting. We were drinking a little bit out there too. So um, it was easy to forget things pretty quickly. Sure. Out there. Uh, sure. But I do that. Cool. That's not my first time having a cold one out there. Yeah. No, you know of course. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had no idea uh, where you might've even lost that. No. How long it was out of your bag. Me, no clue. Right. I have no idea. I, it was at, like, I think I could probably confidently say around six or seven was the last time i remember using seven iron mm-hmm. it was at least four or five holes yeah that i didn't so didn't have a location on it did you find it so what ended up happening was there's a nice little loop where like three holes kind of the car path meets up and i don't know if there's a golf term for this so forgive me if there is but um we essentially start going around this loop and then the group behind us had left the seven iron and the club head cover on the tee box together. So when we came back around that loop back to like the original starting point, there it was on the mm-hmm. tee box. Huge, yeah. huge. We gave a, we gave a huge yell to the other group because we saw them up on the green and we were like, thank you. All yeah. Oh my God. Massive. 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 I mean, what better way than it to just be sitting there on the tee box up a, you know, against your T marker. Yeah. Oh yeah. They laid it out, put it on display, put the uh, club head cover on the seven iron. I mean, professional job, clearly something they had done. And it, it was interesting because that was such a nice way to get my club back. You know, you didn't have to go the, the rest of the round wondering if does somebody have it? Am I going to have to go back and look for it after the round? And I'm typically a lever. Mm-hmm. If I find something out there, I mean, that's what I've been doing recently. At least I'm not necessarily sold on either option. And I think it's worth having the discussion because in my mind, sometimes if I, most of the time before this fucking seven iron, and maybe this is the one that proves my theory wrong. Most of the time before this, I would remember where once I realized the club was gone, I would remember last time I had it and where it was. I I like to go back and drive and pick it up. That's my preferred way of getting my club back. So when I see somebody else's out there, you never know, you know, at what point that club was gone. 
maybe it's the group ahead, maybe it's not, but I don't know. I'm just a, I'm just a leave it guy. Mm -hmm. I know that opens up the possibility of somebody stealing it. And that's not, you know, at least, at least if you do pick it up, you know, it's safe and you can return it to the pro shop, Mm -hmm. but I I don't know. What are you, what do you do? I'm picking it up because I just think, I literally think like one out of two people steal that club. Yeah. I I think the odds are that high for somebody to just grab that and throw it in their bag out there. Right. So you never know. So I always pick it up. I give it to the pro shop. Hope that that person stops in and, and or calls after. Yeah. And they can go the rest of the round without it, you know. And I know that they'll probably go back for it because that's exactly what I would do. Right. You know, I would go back to exactly where I thought I lost it. I would ask the groups on the way if they found anything and hope that somebody saw it. So I think that's I think maybe it's more up to the person who lost the club to go back and ask every group behind you on your mm. way to the spot. Right. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, but yeah, and that is always kind of awkward too. But it is. But what other, you know, I'm like that's the only way to take it out of the hands of the person who sees it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. If there was a, this is what you do when you lose a club. You start from the group behind you and you go until you find it. Right, right. But the only thing is, doing that is just you miss. You could miss holes. Yeah, you could miss three yeah. holes going back to find a club at some of these courses that are spread out. Oh yeah. I mean, if we did that yesterday, it would have taken so long to go back three or four holes. Yeah. The course we played, it was so spread out. Yeah. And that's a big decision to make too, is whether you, you know, cause some people panic without their club, they can't continue to focus throughout the rest of the round. So they have to go back. And that's a big decision to make, whether you go back or whether you try to forget about it, it finish out the round it and uh, find it afterward. Cause I also thought I lost my range finder earlier this week. So maybe I need to, maybe this is, maybe all these almost misses telling mm-hmm. me I need to tighten something up, Yeah, but I almost lost that. It was in my bag. Yeah, I yeah. did the same thing. Remember? Yeah, I yeah, did. yeah. Same thing. I thought I, I really had a panic moment. Uh, my heart dropped, and I was like, I lost my range finder. And then I opened up my bag, and it was right in there. Yeah. So if you if you are in that situation where you're you're wondering, do you go back or do you continue the round? Do a thorough search of the bag, mm-hmm. even if you know it's not in there. Do yeah. a thorough search because it, some sometimes it is. And if it's a club, always check your partner's bag too. Yes. Uh, yeah. And everybody in your group because it does happen where somebody might pick up the wrong club and just toss it in the bag or somebody grabs it for you, puts it in the wrong bag. Exactly. Right. Same grip can, you know, can kind of be confusing sometimes or that friend helping you out, but getting, getting the bag mix up when you get back to the cart. I think, I think it would depend how many holes ago I lost a club for if I was going to go back or not. I think that's mostly what it would depend on for me. Like mm-hmm. if I'm if it's a seven iron and I'm like, oh shit, I hit my seven iron on the third hole and we're on the tenth now. Right. I'm not going back. Right. But if we're on the fifth, then I might run back really quick after we finish the hole, maybe miss a tee shot or something. Yeah. Because you can't expect the group to wait for you too, you know? No, you you're can't. gonna miss shots at that point. You've blown it. You've blown it. You can't get a legit score now. If you continue, if you run back to get your club. There's just almost no, if you're running back two or three holes, there's just no way you're going to be able to hit every shot with your group still. You mean, okay. So are you saying that it's not on your group mates to wait with you? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think when you're going that far back, especially if it's a busy day, you know, you're, if you, unless you're like, yeah, we'll let groups play through mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. If you all did that. Yeah. Which I would probably do now that I think about it, if it came down to it, but I don't think everybody would I think a lot of people really? would keep going. Yeah. I think it would depend on what the item was like club head cover. No, mm. if you're going back for that item, yeah, that's on you. Mm. <laughs> but if it's like, if it's like a driver or, I mean, even really any club, to be honest, if it's a, and I guess it would dep- depend on the person's set. Like if they're playing a thrift 
store bag or like a strata mm. you know mm. i don't know but if somebody <laughs> you know if somebody's got you know an expensive set and they lose a club or a range finder i mean those things that can that's tough yeah i don't know i guess it might depend on the day but i might be yeah i mean i just would hate to be in that situation myself and have my group be like hey guess what bitch um we're going to go ahead yeah so, i know i i honestly i can't remember the last time i left the club which is I, I've but but you get the feeling as soon as you look in your bag and you think you lost it and mm-hmm. then you find it and, and it's you know you don't have to go through like 10 minutes of that feeling of yeah like, fuck am I ever going to make it back there they're all tapping their foot waiting for me you know right right yeah it's a tough spot to be in so just you know pick your clubs up before you uh yeah you know throw them back in the bag yeah. after you hit shots and we did do the only thing I can think of is we did do a Birtha and you said you thought it was on a par three I figured I it like must it was, be. Was it? Because how often on the fairway you're taking out two clubs, one of them a seven iron? Right. Well, you're anytime chipping, you're on the you fair in this with a seven iron? No. No. Yeah, me either. I mean, rare occasion, but yeah. Yeah, yeah no. it's a tough one. It's a tough one, but yeah, it, it is quite a feeling to get your clubs back when you've lost them, and it's an even worse feeling to not find them and then never mm. find them. Mm. You know, and that happens too. Yeah, it does, and that's why I'll never steal somebody's club. Because I know what it feels like to get one stolen. And now I know you're like a smorgasbord bag type of guy mm-hmm. where you have different clubs. Yeah. I'm not really. I like everything to be pretty uniform in mm-hmm. there. Um, I don't know. I I, I I I was thinking about it during the round. I honestly might just buy a new, new set. set. Yeah. I, that <laughs> I don't think like I think mine are probably 2014s or something. Yep. Uh, Callaway Apex. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they can like they're shipping those out still. Yeah. And I And I. I don't think it would work with me to, to work in like the 2021 mm-hmm. apex into the set of the yeah. other ones. Yeah. You might have to find one on like eBay or something. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, right. But then it's just not yours. No, yeah. no. You, you know, there would be the differences. I don't know. I'm so particular about that. Mm. Be a new set for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Lose one club and it's just like a $1,200 day. Yeah. You probably get $20 for that trade in. Mm-hmm. Oh, no seven iron. Oh yeah. We'll give you one night. Oh, no seven iron. <laughs> Eighteen dollars. <laughs> oh man, trading yeah. values are so crazy. I heard yeah. somebody recently say that resale value was pretty good on clubs, and I was like, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you can really make your you know make much back on anything after they've been hit. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's gone up. But from what I can remember, if you're trying to like trade in a driver, you get like a hundred bucks, maybe like a hundred thirty for a new driver, like a sim or something. Yeah pretty low and you're dropping 530 on it for a couple months you know right right i don't like keeping clubs very long but i always do Mm -hmm. i want new clubs constantly really always is that because you're feeling like you're not performing well with the ones you have i just love new shit yeah gotcha gotcha it has nothing to do with performance whatsoever okay i am putting good though yeah you are New putters in the new putting grip is here to stay. So now we're at a point where we're not changing anything with your. No, maybe I might never change again. Am I might putting I, a new grip. We might be putting a new grip on. Maybe, but I actually, I, I, I didn't miss one line in eighteen. I didn't make many putts, but I hit every single line I went for yesterday, and I've never done that in my life. It mm-hmm. felt so good. It felt so good. The greens were pretty good. Um, we played uh, Shattuck Golf Club. Uh, Shattuck or Jaffrey, New Hampshire. Yeah. 
43rd rated hardest course in the United States. According to ESPN.com. Yeah, in co- in cooperation, is that a word, with yep. um, Golf Digest. Mm-hmm. ESPN and Golf Digest say this is the 43rd hardest course in the United States. Yep. And I would believe them. They weren't lying. And I, I wanted to go low, but they weren't lying. Yeah, it, um, it was a course that not terribly long. I mean, we played from the whites, but even from the blues, not terribly long. Um, but it just, it has this, it has, what it does to you is it shows you a pretty short hole. However, it's just like you, you have a little, little snake strip of, of fairway uh, going up there. So you could like a lot of these holes tell you, Hey, rip out big dog and take a chance here. You, you would have to hit your longest club uncomfortably longer than you typically do. So you have to either juice your longest club and then hit it. Perfect. If you're offline, right or left, your ball's gone or your second option. And your only other option is to hit a, you again, have to hit a perfect shot. But the uh, the the layup is extremely short. Mm-hmm. It is almost it almost taunts you with how short it is. So it's either like jack your driver as far as you can and maybe have an eagle putt, or use pitching wedge off the tee and it, you know then have like what two hundred in or yeah. something. Uh, it's so it's just like the mind games it plays with you. Uh, it's fucked up. The wind was also blowing like twenty miles an hour. Um, and yeah, the, the landing spot, it was target golf and the landing spots were tiny. Yeah. So it was like, you're, it was a lot of, you're hitting 200 out into the fairway and then you are like 180 out into the fairway and then you still have like 200 in. Right. And, but the, but it, it, it didn't, it, it was only like 6,000 yards on the scorecard and it just, you only, we, I think we only got to hit two drivers all day because it just wasn't safe. Every, every hole had marshes on the left, on the right. Um, every hole was tree lined with just like drop off woods. Like you weren't even finding your ball. If you were in yeah, there, you there, I, th- I mean, we probably combined lost 20 to 25 golf balls. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it was atrocious. There was just no bailouts. You just had to hit a good shot off the tee and then you had to hit a good shot into the green or else you were losing the ball. Mm-hmm. It was very frustrating. Yeah. So we just got pretty drunk and, um, but the greens were good. So you could finish out for like your nine, your eight or nine. Um, then you're, you know, from 10 feet away, you could still drain a putt, even though it was for triple. Yeah. You know, and it's at the base of a mountain. So it's very scenic and beautiful, a lot of water. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it was fun to be there, but then like the second you get off the cart path or out of the cart and into the, into like a fairway or tee box or onto the course, it was just like, Oh boy, what are we looking at here? Yeah. And I, I don't mean, you know, it's like, they, they do a good job. It was a fun day. Mm-hmm. You know, great bar in there. Great pro shop yeah. vibes. Yeah. Unbelievable pro shop vibes. Yeah. Love those dudes in there. But the course, uh, you know, it, it beats you up. And it's a little bit, I will say this, uh, it's a little bit like a hot sauce that is just too hot. Mm-hmm. that tries to be spicy just to be spicy and you know it's doesn't enhance the food you know it's yeah. ju- it just makes your mouth burn yeah if you want to if you just want to laugh and play a really tough golf course and let it kick the shit out of you for a day mm-hmm. and just like have a day with the guys and it's also very spread out so we were able to like really you're actually you know you're able to get a few extra uh notches on your music and stuff 
and uh, you have a little bit more of a privacy vibe out there because the holes are like yeah. all lined and spread out. So you never had a group right next to you very rarely. Um, <laughs> so it, 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 it checked all the boxes, except it was just so fucking hard. Right. It was impossible. Mm-hmm. It was, like pars and bogeys were fun, really fun. Right. Um, to make. And then there were uh, just a lot of big numbers. But like you said, the pro shop was awesome. We walked in. Everybody was in a good mood. Young guys. Um, the restaurant was popping. I mean, yeah. it must be the center of the town of Jaffrey, New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody was in. The derby was on while we were in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we put in a bunch of bets as a team. Um, and then, obviously, Daniel went ahead and put his own bet in and won. Like five minutes before the, the race. Yeah. Quite literally like five minutes before the race, he put in a separate solo bet. Uh, and then that horse won. And then um, what you'd say, he just kind of gloated in our faces and then left. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. He did a big celebration about how he won and nobody else. And, and, and then was it, it. it wasn't even like I won, you know, I'll grab the tab or let me get grab the next round or why don't you guys take 52 since we all bet together and i put this bet in uh secretly five minutes before the race and didn't tell anybody he did tell me but i don't count that (laughs) he didn't charge us for our bets yet though i'm sure the venmos will be coming in though Uh, we'll we'll just tell him to keep the winnings yeah 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 i I enjoy some horse racing here and there oh yeah it was it was popping in there for that though so that was fun um we drove it actually was pretty cheap too not not on not that expensive and i don't know if it's because it's not in season or because it's far out there or because it's so hard i'm sure they have a tough time uh filling the t-sheet because if you play there once you might not want to play there again Mm -hmm. as fun as it is uh to get the shit beat out of you for a day it's like one of the hardest courses i've ever seen yeah and it was literally like 5900 yards it was just you just couldn't keep it in play Right. Maybe maybe mid-season form, but I don't know. I could see people going and being very discouraged. You might go there and then, like, if you ever went there for your first round of golf, you'd probably never play again. We saw two, they must have been 12 or 14-year-old kids teeing off Yeah, by themselves. They're going out as a twosome. And this, again, I mean, there are some holes, you, the, the carry off the tee, I, I mean, unless these kids are the best in the state or something, I don't know that they even have that in their bag. Why they were at that course playing alone, I have no idea. Because yeah, it is. It's a you're gonna lose some balls there, for sure. Also, they were probably they looked like they were like 13 and had a cart, mm-hmm. which never would have. The course I grew up uh, working at, I worked there until I was 18, and they when I had my license, drove carts for work, and they wouldn't let me take a cart until I turned 18 years old. Interesting. Yeah, you know what? It, these kids were probably part of like a a team program that plays there or something. Mm. School team. Yeah, it's crazy Something that they like let him that. take a cart, but you kind of need to there. It's so spread out. That would be a lot of steps. Yeah. To walk that place. Yeah. Yeah, you'd almost, you know, you'd get close to the summit of that mountain. Yeah. Mount Monadnock, I think Dan yep. said it's the second most hike mountain in the world. Second most so. hike mountain in the world. Yep. Behind, uh, I believe he said Fuji. Is that what it was? Yeah. Mount Fuji's the first most hike so, mountain yeah. in the world. I think that that's, that's, sound- that's Danny's list. If somebody told me the top two most hike mountain in the mountains in the world where Mount Fuji is that in Japan mm-hmm. and Mount Monadnock in Southern New Hampshire. I would, I would say you're probably not telling the truth. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's true either, but you know, Danny gets his facts from Facebook. So right. odds right. are they're, they're true. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and we're, uh, we're playing again tomorrow, possibly. 
uh we've got about a 90 percent chance i'd yeah. say of getting another round in so you might see some uh some picks from that round tomorrow yeah um and we'll have some other content rounds in the future and and also we obviously are only literally three weeks from today sunday from our first ever group chat golf open tournament series of champions um so we are full force ready to go uh we got a ton of good sponsors you can get a hole in one to win a friggin' trip to the masters now mm-hmm. um you're gonna get some six swag everybody that's there you're gonna get some tempe's tees shout out tempe's tees uh, the most colorful and cool tees i've ever seen in my life um and we've been trying to mull over another place to go and we're not really sure yet uh where that's going to be so um any feedback from you guys of course if we got some support in an area that we don't know about let us know Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll look into coming out there because we want to do this all over the country. Um, so, so yeah, I, yeah. If you have if you have a course, especially a course with great pro shop vibes, yeah, definitely shoot it our way. We would, you know, because that's that's half the battle, as we know, folks, is finding uh, you know chill pro shop vibes. Because mm-hmm. um, when you find them, and we we did pretty well. Uh, we played Maynard um, Golf Club or Country Club or Golf Course mm-hmm. um, Friday night, the twilight round, walk nine. And uh, spectacular pro shop vibes again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool guys in there. Yeah. All online tea times, easy. Um, my Also, wind was blowing about 40. My lips mm. are just so Yeah, that chapped. was windy. My yeah. lips are so chapped right now. I mean, just dead. Uh, we had a full, we had a full day um, planned out today. We were going to play mini golf, hit the range to try to get our swings in motion for the season. Um, we had an absolutely massive brunch, and then we haven't moved since. Correct. We've been sitting right here. Correct. Um, we watched Free Willy. Uh, <laughs> um, we we watched Chernobyl a couple of yeah. the first and last episodes of Chernobyl, yeah. best show ever. Um, we Yeah, we went Chernobyl episode one and then Chernobyl season finale yeah. right into Free Willy. Yeah, it yeah. was a really nice... It was a really interesting uh, um, turn of events today. Yeah, from what we had originally planned. It was also like seventy-five best day of the year too. We've been sitting rotting away in a mm-hmm. in a living room all day, but we were drinking some uh, THC seltzers, which may I add, um, highly recommend. Yeah, those will get you if if your if your dispensary has seltzers, grab them because mm-hmm. they're it's like by the time you're done drinking it, it's setting in, and they're low dose, like five milligrams, but. They get you feeling good. Oh, yeah. I mean, substitute one of these into your, like, six-pack that you mm. take to, like, the wow. beach or the course or something, and you've got a day. Wow. I didn't you even know? think about the substitute. Yeah. Pop one yeah. out, pop one in. Oh, my You get that God. little six-pack cooler, put five beers in, one – or, you know, if you're just wow. going to keep it seltzers, keep it crisp and light. Five claws, you know, and then uh, one, one of these pot seltzers. Wow. You just changed the game. Yeah, yeah. You were holding that for this, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, because I bought six of the seltzers thinking I might rather just drink THC seltzers than drink alcohol. Yeah, but you I guys, also think that I might just fall asleep. You guys were making claims today when we bought six packs of these that you were going to drink all six today. Well, I had bought six. I was the original buyer of six, and it was because I wanted to take a few home. Yeah. Drink three today. Wild move. One, I could, I, hard to get off this couch to 
do anything after one. It was. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, I wasn't expecting it to be. We also had the edible. Uh, the oh, true, 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 true. And we true. were also smoking joints of yeah. very good buds. So uh, we did it to ourselves today. I couldn't even put any more alcohol into my system today. I shotgunned a White Claw. First time ever yesterday. Yeah, you did. White Claw. I did a uh, big beer thaw. Yeah, Bertha the White Claw. Mm-hmm. We'll put out. We'll put, maybe we'll put out the video of that one. I, I think we. I'm uh, pretty. Yeah, I won. I think. Uh, you know, in the funny department, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it was pure comedy. What coming up, coming down that big Bertha. Uh, they are tough to do though, and that's why I say I'm not a funnel guy. I'd much rather funnel. I'm sorry. I'd much rather shotgun than funnel. Mm-hmm. Funnels, I just don't feel comfortable with. A shotgun feels like home to me. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of them. I've actually never done a regular funnel interesting like in the college days beer bong whatever people want to call it see i don't even know what to call it because i'm not it's not in my wheelhouse i've always been a shotgun guy should we get a yeah hmm. should we get a um uh uh maybe a course review or a golf t- tournament review from uh producer duds yeah let's get duds on duds went to his first golf event i did um, i did do you want me to pull up the camera nation yeah what yeah, pull it up if you can. All right, all right. Let me see. So Duds, Duds went to a Nation Golf. Nation Golf Co. Uh, tournament. They had the Indian, what is it called? The Indian River Classic? Uh, Indian, Pine Hills. Or Desert Classic, but it was Desert. at Indian Wells. Indian, Indian Wells, the Indian 13th Wells Annual Golf Desert Course. Classic Nation Golf Co. This was Duds' first ever golf event. It was. It was life. And it was awesome. It was awesome. I totally get why golf and golf tournaments with your boys are, is the shit. Because yeah. <laughs> I was just a spectator. Like, I didn't have a like a foursome of boys. And I was just like, every single group of guys is just having the time of their life. Mm-hmm. Right? And they're, so they're away for like four to five hours from <laughs> like any problems, any spouses, you know? Like, it's just a day out with your boys. Yeah, and it was man. it was a cool vibe to just like be around and just experience. So yeah, I loved I loved to hear that before this when we were all on a little pre call and he was like, I totally understand why you guys golf. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's it. like once you now I just gotta it. get good at golf because that'll just like amp the experience up. Just yeah, dude, join the club. <laughs> yeah, smoke enough weed, you'll you'll always be happy out there no matter how bad you're playing. Yeah. But, yeah, says the guy who fucking makes par on like every hole. It's not, I can I can tell you right you now. Don't think I understand. It doesn't I matter. 90. It does not matter how much weed you smoke out there. Making triple bogey after triple bogey is not just all of a sudden fun. I made nine, and then I made a nine, and then two doubles in a row. I probably was uh, pretty mad on the inside, but mm-hmm. on the outside, mm-hmm. I you know I got that had that high smile on. <laughs> <laughs> What's the highest score ever recorded in golf? Oh, that's a good I'm, question. I'm I've... shooting for that my first round. There was somebody that went. <laughs> I'm going to re-break the, the record. Uh, remember that scorecard? But kid oh, yeah, he yeah. might have shot like a 211 or something. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a that tough like record. Big. Yeah, that's almost a. That's that. that's a solid bowling score. That's, I, I'd like to see you keep it under 130 your first round. Okay. I mean, after seeing your swing, I don't think that's going to be a problem. Yeah, I just need some some. Uh, I saw some top golf, sure. and I think I think Duds can can hold his own out there. Yeah, I just played baseball for 12 years growing up, so I just have that whole swing. Yeah, that's and, not like, going to help. 
Exactly. Yeah, so I gotta readjust that. Yeah, I gotta get you gotta get all of that muscle memory out. <laughs> it's kind of been out for a while, but it's still there. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a great match, me and Duds versus you and Danny. Ooh, Ooh that would be fun. Team up yeah. the, you know. Let's, yeah, like that'll be tough. That would be tough. Let's do it the the weekend of the tourney. We'll go out. Oh my god, that dude. would be unreal. Dan Dan like can't it. swing. Though. Oh, oh that's yeah, right, that's right. swing. So we we'll figure it I'll out. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll find a teammate for that. I did learn some things this weekend. Well, Ryan's going to be there, too. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ryan and Chris, too. Yeah. So we'll find Ryan or Chris or Pat. Or Pat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get a nice little match in. Hell, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to borrow some clubs, so I don't know how yeah, that works. Yeah. Oh, is dude, it, is it by height? plenty of clubs. Yeah, Chubb has got plenty. Is oh, that how you dude. size clubs? Is like by your height, or is it like your reach? They're or? mostly just uh, they're like a standard size, and then if you're – you know, if you like them shorter, you can get them short. And if you like them longer, you can get them longer. Gotcha. Yeah, the, the way we're like, going to size you up, dude, is we're just going to rip a bunch of old clubs out of those bags and chub a dome and then hand them to you. Hell yeah. Just yeah. next next gen stats me or like this club's for you right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are you, um, you right handed golfer? Uh, I am right handed, yes. Okay, nice. cool. You strike me as a lefty. Uh, the yeah, only... I, had, I had lefty vibes coming too, but we don't discriminate, so that no, would be totally yeah, <laughs> the only the only thing I do left-handed is play pool, which is weird. Oh, nice. Which which hand is that in the back, left-handed in pool? Left. Left-handed, yeah. yeah. You're the left -handed. I'm left-handed in pool too. Really? That's yeah, weird. I'm right, left-handed though. That's oh, you me. do. Yeah, I do. That's not coming out right here. For the first time. <laughs> yeah, you do not do. right left. -handed. I eat left-handed uh... too. If you watch me eat pancakes this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like damn, he's eating pancakes with his left hand right now. He's a left. Pancakes ever. Oh, the God. fattest pancakes I've ever had. Like, oh, didn't notice like writing the check left-handed or anything, you know? And I did write the check left-handed on that place. Dude, yeah. we, did, we, had a we had a massive order at brunch today, and when the dude brought our food out, he was like, "Oh God, this is this is fucking awesome. This is quite an order, fellas. I got to tell you." Nobody comes in here and does it like this, boys. Have a good one. Yeah, yeah, really I'm gonna get a fat tip from you guys. He was like, "This is incredible." Yeah. Yeah. It was like as he was handing the food. Around. I mean, they were just massive, massive plate. We got like cinnamon roll pancakes, oh, sourdough wow. pancakes. It yeah. was, I mean, wow, sourdough pancakes. pancakes? Yeah, what, is that normal? Benedicts. So oh, okay. Brisket Benedicts, like double breakfast cheeseburgers. It was outrageous. <laughs> Onion rings, French fries, you name it. We had it. <laughs> At breakfast. I don't know if I was in a good mood this morning or what, but that food was so good. It was really good food. And we even, like, we drove over to this other town, maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes away. And the destination that we wanted to go to was closed for Greek Easter. So then oh. we were wandering around. There was one other breakfast spot. We popped in there, and it was just kind of like – it kind of was like dark library cafe vibes. You had to order kinda, up front. Yeah, small tables, not a lot of seating. So we bounced that pretty quick. <laughs> and then this place that we ended up at was like a pizza, like a flatbreads flat place. Yeah. So we it didn't we didn't peg it as a breakfast joint. So we just walked. We walked into one other lunch spot, checked their menu, no good, bounced, and then walked into this place. We we're like, can we just take a look at your menu? And the guy was like, let's see. Okay, we have drink. Here's the brunch menu. And we're like, now we'll take a table for three. Thank you. That'll do it. And that was all she wrote. Yeah. That's all she wrote. Do you – this might be a this might be a personal thing, but do you guys, when you walk into a restaurant and view their menu and walk out, 
you get a weird feeling at all? Like, is it awkward yeah, to you guys? We looked at a menu and walked away today. It was like the hardest thing I did all day. Dude, it's like the Hold hardest on, thing Hold to on. do. Are you talking about pre-COVID or post-COVID? Dude, pre-all of it. Like, it's... Okay. Yeah. And then are you talking about a paper menu? Like, they give you the takeout menu? Or are you talking they give you the real actual menu or, that they... Even walking up to a window and them being able to see you read their menu through the window and walk away, and you'll never see them again, it's still just, it's hard to walk down the sidewalk from that. It is. It is hard. I'm glad I'm not the only one. You guys have an issue with that? <laughs> I just feel like I should, like, after I look at the menu, then I feel like they're, if you say no to it, it's like, oh, are they saying my sh our shit sucks? Right, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they don't want to come here now? Gosh. What are we doing? Are they too cheap? Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. dude. They are the hostess staff, though. Host and hostess staff. They're not cooking the food. Yeah. All they right. see is they just want to be helpful and friendly and give offer an opportunity for you to come check out what they have. That's that all. is a great like point. The owner greeting people as they come in in a small little. And so you think it you would know? be a? You don't want to personally offend the owner yeah. by not coming in after looking at the menu. Mm -hmm. But what if you're looking for a specific item and it they totally just don't makes, have that it? That makes perfect sense too. I, I don't. I don't back the way that I feel. I just feel that way. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I've I'm never in that boat had a problem too. do that. Honestly, I have a I get a weird sense of enjoyment out of that. Is that <laughs> that's a little that's that's unique. <laughs> I'll be happy under the menu. I'm not even we're not even getting lunch right now. I just want to yeah. <laughs> it's just like an under the radar middle finger. Like you don't even have to like give the middle finger to them. You're just like I'm out. But yeah, I had a that's always been like difficult for me, so I didn't know. I've never opened up about it. <laughs> yeah, dude, bring it. So you would, you would, would you, are you at the point where you would rather skip the meal than look at the menu? Uh, maybe not skip the meal, but just have a general idea of where we're going and that, that situation wouldn't occur. Yeah, you don't want to have to. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. There was a time that a group of my friends and I, we literally sat down, got water and like they looked at the menu and they were like, this is kind of expensive. And then we literally just got up and walked away, and I was like, this is the worst thing I've done in a very long That's time. That's tough. That's <laughs> yeah. situation. But, yeah, I've that one was very in... tough, but both situations are tough. I've been involved with the sit down and get water. Now we're going to leave table before. Yeah. That, one's, that one's brutal. Yeah. Because yeah. at that point, you've then, like, someone's actually done work for you. Mm -hmm. You know, handing you a menu is not something that's like, oh, my God, how are they going to recover from that? <laughs> You know, but they get the they get the water out. That that took time. Now they've got to bust that table, get it cleaned right. up, and set for the next people. Now you've wasted their time. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that. That's that's a no no. Yeah, but that was that was one time. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff though. Those little things, you know, mm -hmm. when you're not sure if anybody else feels that way. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Those, those things are, are. I like those things. Yeah. So if you guys went. If you loved the clubhouse vibes and then you sat down and ate and the food was horrible, does that lower the vibes of the clubhouse in general? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't lower the vibes for me because I expect the food to be bad at most of the I'm excited. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like uh, happy if it's good, you know? Mm -hmm. If it's better than like the shittiest rest. Like, I just assume most of the courses you go play, like Muni's have like everything frozen from like the food department store. It's like frying it all up. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> lowest quality, you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I had a buffalo chicken wrap yesterday at that clubhouse, and it was on point. Yeah. I'm a huge buffalo chicken wrap guy. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> solid golf course food too. I used to always get a buffalo chicken wrap when I played. Like it always sucks me in. Like I could go in there not even craving that, and then once I read buffalo chicken wrap, it's just it's over. You get the tomatoes on it. We had this. I do. I'm not a huge tomato guy at all, but there's very few things I'll eat tomatoes on. And yeah. I didn't order it for myself. Someone else ordered it for me. But like Who I would have said. Uh, definitely not blue cheese. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I think my whole family loves blue. Like, I will eat blue cheese, like, like a gorgonzola salad or something like that. Like, I'll munch. I don't know if blue cheese and gorgonzola are different, but they look the same. Uh, well, they're different, but they're they're pretty. They're kind of similar, as in you can get them like crumbled. Yeah. So, taste wise, pretty different. Though. Yeah, I wouldn't dock. I don't dock. I don't think I dock those places for having shitty food. If it's good food, that's great. I think the pro shop vibes. Is that a whole separate category. thing? Gotcha. Um, interesting though, at Shattuck, Danny had Danny got down there a little earlier than we did. Uh, he popped in for a pulled pork sandwich, mm-hmm. um, and then at the turn he popped in, and so this place had like the pro shop downstairs, big kind of like barn style building. Pro shop downstairs, big tap room and restaurant upstairs. At the turn, he popped in and got a hot dog, which they served from the pro shop downstairs, which I thought was a genius move for dogs at the turn to not be going through the main restaurant where it can, you know, take a while or get backed up behind other orders. Mm -hmm. Really liked that move uh, from Shattuck. But then at the end, he popped back in and had the uh, the fish and chips, the haddock. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So he had three meals, um, <laughs> lunch, second lunch, and dinner mm-hmm. at the uh, pro sh- at the golf course. And he didn't play because he's got a shoulder injury. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So he's just munching. And he ruined his shoes on the last hole. He, he did. In a- <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, he did. that's great. On, on the 18th green, uh, we were finishing up. And he just walks. He starts walking off opposite direction, not heading back toward the cart or anything. And then we just hear, Jays are done. <laughs> it was before I even putted. Well, I can hear I that. I remember having to step off my putt. Because <coughs> yeah. I heard him say, Jays are done. And I was like, what does he mean? And then I turned around. And he was just, I mean, he was wet, soaked up to his ankles yeah. in mud. Yeah. He, has, he had Jordans on. Like soaked. Yeah. What was he scraping so- it, the mud off with in that video? It was like using a wedge to pick up a little mm-hmm. bit of water and like drop it onto the shoes. Oh, yeah. kind of wash it off. <laughs> Just a preposterous situation. Like Danny, what, what what did you find over there that you had to go look at that caused you to fall into the <laughs> That's great. We, we, we dubbed him as our manager. Um, yeah, and and we still couldn't get him here today. No, I mean just no. You know, you hate to see that. We're trying to carve out a niche for him. You know, trying to keep his interest. Find something, something that he likes doing that he's good at. You know, mm-hmm. and he likes calling people because he's you know he's old fashioned. So, but then at the same time he gets mad. He does every call that he makes. It's really, really <laughs> funny to listen to the the whole. I mean, he made a couple of calls to try to you know for us to play golf courses and. They weren't too nice to him, and he just gave it all he got in the yeah. chat directly. <laughs> Let it out. It was it was quite something. Um, but yeah, we I don't know. I wonder if he's texted with the. I don't see anything. Nope, nothing. So didn't hear from him today. 
haven't heard from him yet today. He was sending videos over this morning, but since then we haven't heard. Maybe he went hiking. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Or he fell so deeper in the mud. Some videos. We'll definitely be having some videos come out. We got a couple of golf courses on the docket too coming up. Uh, a couple of places that we're going to play and, and talk about. Um, and we're and you know we'll come to your course if you give us a call. You want is it you know maybe you're working at a course in you know Florida and you want us to have, come. We'll come. Mm -hmm. Just give us a call or, or uh, DM us whatever. Yeah. Or the Bahamas. We're or willing to go whatever. anywhere. <laughs> um, if you're in New England, definitely hit us up. Uh, we'll come play at ASAP. Mm -hmm. We're always down for a weekend trip. If we got to make it work on a weekday, we'll see what we can do. Um, but I mean, ultimately, we just want to play every course and let you guys know which ones have good vibes and which ones uh, don't. And we'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, because there's nothing we hate more than than courses with bad vibes. Because we're just out there to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And they were treating us like some of the locals. They, we, I felt like a Jaffe local when I was in there at uh, at Shattuck. And what a bunch of locals they are! Great group. Mm -hmm. Great they definitely group. allow jeans on the golf course there. Mm -hmm. I think they'll allow anybody that's willing to play it. It's so hard. Yeah, yeah, you it's know? probably you're, you. I don't think you're turning away too many people if you're that course because I don't think you get many return customers. Yeah, I mean the return customers you get, you're gonna be like those locals that kind of pride themselves on playing there because it's so hard, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But. Definitely yeah, a, a fun course, though. One we'll be back to, and we appreciate them. Uh, met some good people there. Uh, but, yeah, we'd love to play some more. So, you know, let us know where to go, and we'll come. And in, on May 23rd, we'll be at Swansea Country Club in Swansea, Rhode Island, playing in the Group Chat Golf Swansea, Open Tournament Series of Champions. Yeah. Uh, Swansea, Massachusetts, yep, right over the Rhode Island line there. Yeah. Very close. <laughs> Only like one Very minute close. from the line, actually. You passed the sign. You actually have to go from Rhode Island to Massachusetts. No, I'm sorry. You get off the highway in Massachusetts. You go through Rhode Island and then back to Mass, exactly. all within like two miles. Yeah. So. In, out, in, out. Yep, in out. Yep, yep, that's how it is. And Rhode Island is just an extension of Massachusetts anyway. But soon to possibly be the not smallest state in the country if D.C. becomes Ooh. a state. So oh, dang. Wow. Yeah, which would be big because um, a lot of people don't know that Rhode Island's the smallest. A lot of people just totally forget it's even a state. Yeah. Some places you go, they'll just be like, Long Island, New York? It's like, no, Rhode Island, it's still not. We're one of the 50. Um, so it'd be nice to get out of that, which we probably still would. But anyway. Yeah. Um, good luck. Yeah, good luck on that. Thanks. I appreciate yeah, you're it. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, we're, we're, we're scouting a place around New York City. So, those of you out in the New York City area this fall, um, possibly down there. Um, who knows? We want to go West Coast. We like Chicago. Um, we'll definitely do another one in New England. And then maybe like a destination like Myrtle or Vegas or something. Or the Bahamas. Or the Bahamas. You're a big Bahamas guy, huh? I mean, you it's. Ever been? Well, I like. Uh, no, no, not specifically to the Bahamas. Oh, no, just an island guy. Like I've, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've, I've, I've like tropical island before, but the Bahamas, no. But I just mean like any island. Yeah. If you're like, hey, come play, take your shoes off, you know. Oh, dude, if we could have oceanside yeah. course, yeah, turquoise. one of those ones that don't even make you wear shirts. Right. Yeah. Like I'd still wear them because I don't want the burgers just flopping all over. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'm, I've been in talks, and nothing's official yet. But we're hoping to move forward. Wife of a golfer and I 
talking about doing some crop tops Ooh. for both not gender specific men and women wow so it would get you uh, be a you know it would allow you on like an, an oceanside course like that to let the belly out yeah but you keep the is. burgers high and tight wow do you think they'll ever allow a man to let his belly out on the course? <laughs> <laughs> will that day come <laughs> i've seen it before yeah i saw it on a hot day some dude rolled it up or he something? rolled it up and tucked it down oh, below so he had sexy. the burgers still yeah. tucked but it's just his belly was out. yeah that makes almost like a bra kind of thing you know you can keep the burger right exactly <laughs> it was a sight to, yeah. to behold it is yeah, yeah. hopefully they allow that you're dressed from the neck up chubba you're dressed for the bahamas mm -hmm. yeah yeah right. so you're right. you're almost there dude you're i keep there. a little bit on me at all times <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we have anything else for today for the podcast. Yeah, I think, think that. So? Uh, thanks for the feature, boys. Yeah, it's great oh, to dude, have that on. I'm on. gonna be on the wow. big speaks. <laughs> so you're ten out of ten. You said for golf, that's your review. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm ready to get good at it. I've heard a lot about that course. We gotta play an easy course when we, I come out there. Oh, so speaking of easy, not easy courses, but I actually learned what a scramble was this weekend. Awesome! Nice. I've been putting it. I've been putting it on flyers, putting it in videos, and I don't even know what it meant. Like oh, I saw all the guys just like driving their golf carts, scooping up their balls, and I was like, "What's happening right now?" And they're like, "Oh, it's a scramble." I was like, it's "Amazing, isn't it?" They're like, "We go to the best shot." I was like, "That is the greatest thing ever." It really is. <laughs> anybody can play in a scramble. That's oh, yeah. And you feel, and when you play in a scramble with people who are good, you kind of, you feel a little good yourself. Yeah, because you get the overall score of like the best shots. And... You yeah. sure do. Now, yeah, so let so. me ask you this, Duds, before we get off here. Um, as a person who just went to their first golf event and previously didn't necessarily like golf, wasn't something that you were super interested in, was there – so it was a big difference seeing it live, seeing it as – Yeah. Like, I had gone when I was younger, like, just riding in the car with my dad and stuff. Sure. But, yeah. but, like, being old enough now and, like, understanding, like, the real vibe of it. It's, yeah. It's so, like, legit. but – I guess what I'm saying, like watching the pros on TV doesn't do it for you. Seeing it's it, that's seeing entertaining, like that. you know, but I'm just like right. not there. So right. like actually right. like, being there and viewing, like, I mean, to me, they were all decent golfers. I mean, I don't know. There's probably a scrub in each group, but mm -hmm. like watching some of the guys that we followed for a few holes, I was just like, damn, <laughs> like they're shooting good, and like I want to shoot good now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Join the club. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to play in another scramble. We'll all have to play in a scramble together. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah I'll, we'll do that because my shots are going to go all over. That's so. what it's all about in the scramble, baby. I'm going to need to just like – I'm going to need to bum a whole bucket of balls from from the clubhouse. That's what we're – the driving range. <laughs> True. Fill the bag, baby. True. <laughs> Leave them out there. True. <laughs> just fill them up. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, you know where to find us. At group chat golf memes, at group chat golf on Instagram, at group chat golf on Twitter, at officially sunny, at Chubba Watson, at Lafferty underscore Daniel. Um, Duds, you can throw yours out if you want. At Duds, uh, at Duddy Duds. Duds. At Duddy Duds. Duds. I might take uh, Duddy out, dude, as I get older. Because now I know what it kind of means around the country. Yeah, just duds. I wonder if just duds is available on Instagram. You would become famous overnight. I'll just add enough Ds until it is. Sure. After the U. That's, <laughs> what I, that's what I did with my gamer tag. I was like, Duddy Duds is already, I was like, Duddy Duds is already taken. And I just added another D to each, like, to Duddy and Duds. And it worked. I was like, cool. 
Wait, so what's the reason? This is because, like, this is similar to when, like, a uh, little Bow Wow grows up and he drops. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Urban a way. Dictionary. Well, yeah, Urban Dictionary, like, Duddy means a lot of things that I don't uh, want to be labeled as. So many. It, it means, like, other great things too but like there's a majority of them that are just there's like five in a row that are just like terrible they're yeah, like kind of problematic yeah like yeah yeah if like i were to show somebody i'd scroll quick over those and then land on the one that was like a decent definition <laughs> i see but we'll see what yeah. happens okay so we're going so, by duds so we're going by duds <laughs> we'll, we'll, you'll find them somewhere uh, uh yeah i think that's gonna do it for us here on episode 45 of the Group Chat Golf Podcast. Shovel Watson, take us out. You're welcome.